welcome to the 1010 News for this week. Um, uh, so I'm Kevin, I'm the anchor for tonight, and yeah, it's, uh, it's us three again, uh, Kevin, Neil, and Christine. So uh, actually, this week I have something special brought to you. Um, so um, may I ask Christine to brought up this exciting news from our, from our podcast? <laughs> okay, yay, so we have our websites right now, and um, the website URL is very simple. Uh, you can simply type 10-10news.com. Is that right? Oh, I think I think Kevin's froze. Is that no matter. No, um, so um, in the websites, you can find all of the notes about our news that has been reported um, in the previous months. Yeah, uh, actually not every month, but Neil has made some <laughs> some news <laughs> in like the the recent news. So yeah, you can check out the notes right now. Okay, I'll handle this back to Kevin. Okay, so like how exciting we are, we're 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 progressing ourselves, and so let's come back to our news. So uh, our today's first news will be reported by Neil. Okay, so good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, without the S, because there's only two, and. Um, um, so, so the news I have for you today is um, it's called after cracking down on DD China probes other U.S. listed tech giants, and this is a news from CNN. Um, I'm I'm quite interested in this news. I picked it because I really like DD uh, because I think it's very easy to use, amazing user experience, and all of that, and it's so cheap. So I really want to know what happens. So. What recently just happened is um, DD has been taken down from the App Store, like iOS App Store. You, you're not able to search that new uh, that app. And the reason behind is because uh, the Chinese government says, hey, I think that DD is sharing the, the Chinese citizen uh, data with the U.S. government. And this is violating uh, our, our some national security or something. Uh, so they take them they take them down. Um, but that this is the first event from DD, and they they recently has has gone IPO on the uh, New York Stock Stock Exchange. Um, so and after that, um, there there are news or, or rumors says that they have handled uh, user information to the U.S. government. But DD says they, they didn't they didn't. However, um, th this is just DD. But the Chinese authorities has have also started to investigate three other. Um, app as well. Um, the, uh, two of them is called Yunmanman and Huochebang. And to be honest, I have no idea what it is uh, because I don't I don't drive a truck. And it, I did a little research on it. It's basically uh, you can submit a request on a website says, hey, I have something I want to move uh, from here to, to like Taipei to Taichung. And there's a truck driver says, hey, I can do that for you. Uh, it's basically like that. It's a networking platform for the truck drivers and the requester. Um, and there's Yunmanman and Huochebang. It's basically a very similar thing. And these two have merged into another new company. It's called Full Truck Alliances. And this Full Truck Alliances has also gone public. So all of the all of the company that has gone public is now being investigated by the Chinese authorities. Um, and uh, this Full Truck Alliances, they labeled themselves as Uber for trucks. Yeah, very interesting. Um, because I don't really 
want to have a truck when I open up Uber. So, but anyway, but very easy to understand. And the second second uh, app that is being being investigated is called uh, Boss Ping. Uh, I think it's a I haven't used it. It's like an HR platform where you can submit your resume or something. Uh, probably Kevin knows more about that. Um, and also, Boss Ping is uh, is the uh, the child uh, branch of a parent called Kan Zhongwang. But I know Kan Zhongwang. I know Kan Zhongwang. Very big website, and they have listed in, in the New York Stock Exchange last month. So these companies are started started being investigated by the Chinese authorities. And um, some some a uh, bit background on DD is they have around 377 million active users and 580 million users. What? Taiwan has only 23 million. <laughs> they have 377 active users. This is unimaginable. Um, so, but but for those who already download the app, they won't be affected. They can still use the app. Uh, but I think what's really interesting is in a statement that published by DD. It's it's so fun. Uh, it feels like the, the thing I will wrote during my elementary school. Said, uh, we sincerely thank the department uh, for the instruction in troubleshooting our risk. Blah blah blah. Um, and um, if you know, there is um, in in this news it mentioned another um, Chinese me media tablet. It's called a global news. Is is it like Huan Xinwen? Says um, it says we must never let any internet giant become a super database of Chinese people's personal information that contains even more details than the state. So what's really interesting is that it's not saying hey you cannot have more information because it's privacy. It's it's because you have more than us, than the Chinese government. So that's that's quite interesting because that is really not our mindset. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's right in the in the world, but it's really interesting to have the kind of perspective because when I read, I started to think, oh, really? Oh. And um, and uh, DD has also been attacked by uh, by the government on their their shareholders. The the biggest shareholders of DD is SoftBank, uh, the Chinese, uh, the Chinese, uh, sorry, the Japanese uh, boss called Sun Zhenyi, right? They have 21.5 percent. So um, and uh, and I think this all started from from March when when the Chinese President Xi Jinping started to say, hey, they, they want to regulate the, the the platform company in the countries. So there is a lot of uh, monopoly loss lawsuit towards big companies like like uh, Tenshin and Ali and, uh, and the end group, all of the big companies. So that has been uh, hugely affect the Chinese stock market. So, and that's basically about news. So the, the question I have for you is uh, the first the first thing. Do you think uh, I should post I, sh I should type it in, in, in the group. I'll, I'll do that later. Do you think that DD actually shares the data with the with the U.S. government. That's my first question. Krishni. Uh, wow, <laughs> this is hard. So DD said um, they have shared the data with the U.S. government. Did they say that? Oh no, they say they never. They will okay. never do that. Yeah, I I see no reasons why they. They would share data with the U.S. governments, like 
given um, given they have launched this IPO in New York, but I, I still don't see the reason. So I don't think, yeah, they share. Mm, so you believe in them, says they don't, they don't share the information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. This is so hard. What about Kevin? Uh, actually, I want to get uh, Wall Street Journal actually provides some like um, some some thoughts on on, on on the data leaking issue. I think I will elaborate um, in my news. Uh, let's talk about my personal thought, um, you know, without knowing those things. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't I don't think that there's any incentive for DD to risk their their corporate life and to leak the data to the U.S. government because they the entire business is like heavily relying on the Chinese market, right? Like DD, mm -hmm. uh, unlike Uber, you know, have a very uh, good global presence. I think it only operates in China or very like several different small countries. It's, I yeah, majority is still in China. So I don't think it's it's worth it. It's, there's no me unless they're enforced or 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 there's under you know a special reason otherwise you know common sense no mm -hmm. so um from my personal view i would think um this is it doesn't make any sense i think it's um uh, the chinese government need an excuse <laughs> to tear down the, the company <laughs> and uh, so they said hey um probably you share the data with with other other with with the U.S. government and they they um, like um, also apply that to other listed company and but to be honest I don't think these companies are that famous are are that famous in in China they're they're big as well but they're not like Meituan or or Ali they're not that big they're uh, yeah they're like Momo people know that but you don't really buy stuff at there that place. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's very mean. But I kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, really? Is that mean? <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I I almost forgot we we went public on this. Yeah, it's great that we, that no, no not too many people listening. <laughs> and um, uh, so so my second question is, uh, if you are, if you are the um, the uh, the CEO or the the owner or anything you're the decision maker in dd uh what will you do and tell the government i'm not saying obey like if you obey you're gonna be teared down what kind of excuse that you will tell the government hey don't tear me down given i am one of the biggest tech company that um a lot of the uh like some parts of the markets still rely on me so yeah you cannot just just like uh, abandon me and uh, yeah ban me in your in the country like but however I would do like anything to rectify um, uh, the things you said and yeah mm. keep low profile maybe but but what are the I mean what are the actual measures that you might do yeah. to yeah. to reverse the situation Oh my god! You mean to in response to the government or? Yeah. Oh my god, this is so hard. Maybe think, maybe Kevin can answer first. Yeah, I think I mentioned a couple of points. Uh, the biggest shareholder is from Japan, and uh, they're very they're already quite dominant in China, and so many for so many active users, 
uh, I think 25% active users and half 50% of the population. And um, they, uh, uh, the, one of the reasons I think I didn't mention is they did why, why, why are they going to US to, to go public? Is because if they want to go public on the Chinese A shares, there's a criteria that your company has to be profit, make a profit for a consecutive three years, three consecutive years. But they're, they're, they're losing money all the time. Okay. <laughs> so they, did, they did not fit the criteria. And uh, so what will your measures, given all the information? Well, I actually know that um, DD has beat like the, the biggest um, the biggest competitor, which is Uber in the country, wow. like in the past. So I think DD is right now the biggest one in the industry, like the, the most powerful company in the industry. So if DD has been, um, yeah, has been banned for a lot of the, 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 the users, then I don't think, yeah, I think there will be a lot of problems, like all of a sudden. Yeah, because mm. yeah, users cannot find a a substitute platform like just um, overnight. So yeah, I think I will I will <laughs> I will probably um, fight against from this point. Uh huh. Uh huh. Interesting. What about Kevin? I'll compile with the government. I think. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Uh, <laughs> you know the Chinese government; they can do everything to make you, you know, out of the market. Like the, the, the thing you can hardly imagine. That maybe you, you make the, even a person out of the market, right? So yeah, so I'll, I'll just do whatever the government said. Um, and I think that uh, as um, I will build up more of this point uh, in my during my sharing. Uh, but I think DD is really critical to the uh, Chinese citizens' like daily life. So if it re really removed from the market, then the government must have a very very strong point. Uh, to tell their citizens why they not do so and it's very you know like justified uh and i think it's quite of hard to for the government to provide such a thing if if it really affects everyone's daily life like and so many people so yeah uh so i think that uh maybe it's not that hard to compile with the uh, the government's uh, need like uh, uh i think the whole argument is surrounding the data security right i think it's just to upgrade the data security and get it like auditing through the by the Chinese government and if that that uh, data like data security enhancement and be audited by the Chinese government doesn't affect my role to IPO in the States then uh, I, I will just do it yeah I don't see why why, why not mm. okay uh, I'm asking you this question because I'm thinking this the, the, this this question and so my answer will be um, the first thing I, I'm gonna do is um, of course I will tell the government I'm, I'm really big. If you if you destroy me, it will affect people's life. Uh, but the actual measure, the first actual measure is that I will uh, hope that the government can find um, can find me sponsor to remove foreign investments from from like the SoftBank, Sunzhenyi, and there's 21 percent. That's pretty 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 much uh, to just. I need money. If you want me to comply, uh, you have the concern, probably you can find one for me. And the second thing is uh, I will promise the government I will help to grow the second uh, the, the second DD. Um, and that is because uh, we always need second sources, need a second 
uh, company. Like you, if you see what what Intel has done, they help a lot for the AMD. <laughs> Otherwise, the U.S. military won't buy their chips because they need second sources. And Microsoft has made a big investment on Apple. Uh, I think a long time ago, I read uh, Steve Jobs um, biography, <laughs> and um, and also the um, I, you know that's it. So this is the two things I, I probably do uh, as a practical measure. Yeah, I, I think it probably work. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's basically my news. So let's move on to to my news. Oh, so Kevin's. Yeah. And uh, so I picked the same topic, um, and from but it will be analyzed from a different angle. Let's see how uh, how this this can work. Maybe we can deepen the uh, idea on uh, on this issue. Um, so my news from Wall Street Journal is uh, uh, the latest company caught in the U.S.-China crossfire is right Helling Giant DD, uh, which proceeded with a New York listing despite Beijing's cybersecurity concerns. Um, it. It, it's, it's a pretty long title, but basically it's a, you know, the core is the same to um, Neil's uh, sharing that uh, DD, because of the data security issue, so um, the Chinese government, they removed them from the, from the app market and uh, they are strongly suggested to delay the IPO for the, uh, for, for the US. Um, and the interest point uh, of my like, Wall Street Journal's an analysis is that uh, what is this... Uh, data security issue uh, really means. Um, so actually there are two uh, angles toward that. Uh, one is that um, one is that because uh, recall that several months ago that uh, US government are trying to uh, ask all the companies, the Ch especially Chinese companies going to US for IPO, they need to uh, disclose their, um, their a lot of company information. Um, if you remember that the 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 end group news, so uh, they need to the U.S. are trying to audit those like uh, companies uh, finance and companies a lot of like a core um, core operation uh, to see that whether it is like really capable to be listed on the U.S. stock market. Uh, also recall that before there's a company called Lucking Coffee from China that they 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 did a fraud on their on their like a finance report. So that's why U.S. are very strict on, on this on this issue. However, um, due to there is no like a, uh, there is no a cooperative framework between China and U.S. To do that. So say DD now their all company files and all the data are stored within China. So it's very hard for the U.S. government to to reach those data unless DD like provide them actively like by themselves. Um, so in order to cope with the U.S. IPO need and um, they might need to you know, sacrifice some of the data and some of the company um, information to the U.S. Uh, and that's very hard, hardly be monitored by Chinese government because you don't really, you, you don't know. Yeah, you are not, you, you don't have the communication with U.S. You don't know what U.S. people are trying to audit. So that's the problem. That's the, one of Chinese concerns. So they want to re-examine this company before they really go to U.S. So that's one thing. And another thing it didn't mention in Neil's article, uh, it's it's quite interesting that uh, China actually have their own internal law towards this issue. So it's not just by, affected by that U.S. law, but also by Chinese themselves law that uh, um, because of the data security problem, they need to examine whether their equipment of storing the data are um, like under right procurement process. 
So say if the even though the data server are all in China and the, and data are stored in China, but uh, and if DD not leaking those information actively to the U.S. U.S. Uh, government, but still, if you purchase those server the equipment from U.S., then they will be you know maybe maybe subjective uh, subject to a like a, a vulnerable attack uh, by the U.S. spies or etc. So uh, this is what also the Chinese government they claim that that they want to audit on to see the entire like the all their infrastructures are storing the data and the ways of storing the data are there like involved any of the like the U.S. Uh, interference and uh, is there any like uh, um, any safety issue towards how they store the data? So say if you know they want to check whether there's really no uh, no holes within within their own company. Yeah, before they they duly go IPO. So that's two uh, angle that uh, Wall Street Journal try to emphasize on. Uh, uh, be aware that uh, there's no very clear source of uh, of no, a lot of arguments. So uh, the Chinese authority didn't reply to the written message and uh, and the things claimed by the Chinese authority was the the, the things I just talked about. It didn't really you know like uh, like build the whole entire picture. Uh, so the only thing we know is that uh, they are unlisted from the app, their app store, and uh, they are asked to do something to the data security, and we don't know what they exactly need to do. So that's uh, yeah, that's uh, from the Wall Street Journal. And here I have some questions. So um, my first question is that uh, do you actually use a DD or Uber like a hailing service often? And when do you use it? Like, like a what? Sorry, a uh, hailing service. Yeah, uh, like a hailing a car. Uh, right. Service. Really, what's hailing service? Means anyway, just use the service, right? Ah, uh, okay. I think ride hailing service, right? right. Yeah, ride hailing service. RD. Yeah, RD dash hailing. Hmm. Means. Well, do you, Christine? Yeah. yeah, I use Uber quite often when I uh, when I am in Taipei. <laughs> of course, that's the representation of rich people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's just lazy. It's just for lazy people. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think DD probably needs more of your personal information rather than Uber. Although I haven't used DD before. Uh, it's basically the same, basically. Really? Yeah, yeah okay. I don't, I, I use it, but it didn't really ask anything from me, but, but my cell phone number. I think it's the same as Uber. Also credit card. Uh, yeah, but you can link, you can pay with Alipay, so I didn't link it with credit card, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, 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 can you elaborate a bit more about uh, what kind of the the route uh, route do you do you take with uh, with Uber? Route. Yeah, route. Like routes in Taipei. It's just. Yes. I think um, back back then the most often ride I took is from the company to to my home. <laughs> uh, so that commuting purpose, let's say. Yeah, commuting purpose or uh, after I drank in the bars, I, I don't have the MRT to take, so I will take Uber. So it's like after 12, um, 
AM. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, we, we we're going to elaborate on the second question. So yeah, okay. Uh, and Neil, uh, so do you use Uber or 55688 or whatever? Um, yeah, so uh, with my own money, with my own money, what's so funny? <laughs> Why emphasize your own money? <laughs> with my own money, I uh, probably use Uber once a year. Yeah, that's how poor I am. And oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, with my own money, at, <laughs> at between nine to nine, nine o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock at night, I probably use once a, a year. But after nine, because I went to bar like Christine, so I always use take. I always take a taxi. I don't take Uber. I always take a taxi and go home if if I have to. But there are times I walk back because, well, there, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love, enjoy walking, yeah. Um, so that's for, with my own money. But if I go for a company's business trip, I always, always take taxi and Uber. We always use Uber, and for, I, I, I both use Didi and, and um, Uber. And when I went to China, I used Didi. It was awesome. There's even water of DD on the DD taxi, and there's no water from Uber, right? Sucks. <laughs> and I think um, the the DD driver has a some of them if they're like a pro, they're because there's, there's so much much more usage in China. So they just they usually have a, is it like a score or like 4.7, 4.8 or something, and you can get a Tesla. I don't think we can get that from from Taiwan's Taiwan's Uber, um, yeah. So um, and um, and I think that's that's really really great. But the uh, Chinese Uber is much, a Chinese DD is much much more cheaper than Taiwan's Uber, yeah. And I I, I really like DD is because when 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 me and my family we went to China very very long time ago like when we we're i was i was a kid uh you go to an airport you want to get a taxi they're always like okay two hundred dollars three hundred dollars right and you don't actually know how much it is so this this actually brings a lot of balances and law and order to be honest and it's really really good and you can see the if they intentionally go to went to the right route or not so it, it brings much much safety to to us yeah, and I, I really hope that we can use Uber to, to come back, but it's too costly. Yeah, that's my that's my experience. Oh, right. I have an additional one. I also use Uber when I was in the U.S. because in the U.S. somewhere uh, you you go, you must have to take a car, but you you won't have a car if you just go traveling. So yeah, Uber is an option. So you don't have a car in the U.S. Yeah, and you ride Uber all the time? No, not all the time. It's just from, like, at the very beginning. And then <laughs> after I got to the destination, I don't have to use it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so for me, uh, I use it a lot overseas. Uh, like, if I go to some poor countries, so say the Philippines, I use Grab, and Thailand, I use Grab. But it's not, it's not good to say uh, particular increases in poor countries, but I think public transportation less developed countries is where 
they say in, in the Philippines, if you take the metro, there's only like one or two metro line and it, it will literally stop because of out of electricity in the middle of the way. And it's so crowded that there are so many people and so uncomfortable. It, it's it's very unlike any experience you're taking on, on, on something with the rail. Yeah, it, wow. it stops for several times like, between the stops. It's, it's crazy. Oh and uh, yeah, and if you take the like a normal you know, bus, I, I, I don't really know how to take a bus in, in, in Manila. Uh, and I always use Grab. That's the only way I can, you know, I can like like uh, transport myself around. Is it? Is it? Is it che- it's cheap, right? Yeah, it's cheap. It's cheap. Uh, yeah, everything is cheap in Manila from our from our point of view. Yeah. Um, I think it's. Uh, I don't know where it's it's more ch- it's cheaper, more expensive than taxi though. I use Grab a lot. And if I go to places like Japan or Europe, Singapore, I rarely use the. Yeah, yeah, it's too expensive, and there's no need. The tra- public transport is very convenient, and same applies to Taiwan. I, I very rarely use it, yeah, unless I'm in the urgent, you know, like I need to take it. Yeah, you know, I go to somewhere like in the very urgent need. Yeah, uh, I can't transfer uh, via the, uh, the the public transport. Then I take the Uber. But in China, I used a lot because the, the also the public transportation sucks. And same as Neil's experience that there are a lot of people say, hey, 200, 300, like outside of the every, you know, uh, yeah, train station or airport. And you know that you'll get you know, ripped off if you if you take those like the illegal taxi. So you definitely need a Uber, you need a DT. Yeah. Yes. So and those people are, are so dedicated. They have <laughs> perseverance. They will follow you. Hey, should I go? Hey, should I go? Hey, sorry, girl. Yes. Keep yes. saying, like, what? Super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. A couple of years ago, at first, I was quite polite. I said, ah, oh, no, thank you, no, thank you. But, but now I all just say, fuck off. Yeah, fuck yourself. And then just say all the mean words to them. It's really annoying. <laughs> and, oh, come on, uh, yeah. Don't be like that. <laughs> no, but it's really annoying. Like, I, I, I travel too many places and I had that... <laughs> bad experience all the time and some of them really they follow you there they're like stalking you it's so crazy yeah it's it's, it's like yeah it's it, it feels so uncomfortable sorry just one outside question is there dd in xinjiang uh yeah oh cool they're, just yeah. Everywhere. they're everywhere yeah they're everywhere they're they're they're, they're literally everywhere to anywhere that you cannot imagine yeah so so that's my uh, it's our hailing service experience. And then second question is that, uh, uh, what's your point of view for Chinese government classified DD as critical infrastructure provider? Uh, so my three questions are layering up because uh, I, I think in Taiwan, we don't really classify as the critical infrastructure provider. But in China, I, from our personal experience, I think it's so critical. It's, it's much more, much better than the public one. And, and what's your point of view for Chinese to say that, Christine? Um, yeah, I think it's fair enough, and I think the reason why it's not saying um, like like that in Taiwan is because um, uh, firstly the trans uh, the public transportation is all right. Like you can take the MRT in Taipei and also Kaohsiung and Taichung now, and uh, except for the MRT, you also have like bus station and train and the high speed rail. So it's it's okay, and also Taiwan is small, so yeah, you don't actually need that much of like um, long transportations by car because you might like um, take several types of different public transportations and you can get to the destination. And secondly, I think 
um, in the parts of Taiwan that um, the public transportation is not that convenient. People have cars, like a big proportion of people have cars. So that also that also um, make it like the Uber is not that needy in our country. So I think that is also why Uber uh, once has faced a big failure in Taiwan and like almost out of the market. Yeah, so I think it's fair enough that uh, is not uh, one of the critical transportation in Taiwan. But in China, I believe like in some of the probably um, urban urban areas, oh not urban, actually country areas, you don't, yeah, the, trans, the public transportation is not good enough. So maybe it's, it's why um, um, before that constructed, people may need Uber and also DD. Yeah, for their transportation. Yeah, I right, think it's yeah. fair. Fair enough. And how's Neil's idea? I um um I I don't really give um whether it's fair or not fair. It's uh, uh from my perspective is more on um it it does makes a lot of sense. I don't really know that. So so the the Chinese government actually thinks DD is part of the infrastructure, and there there's no way in the Western countries they think uh, this the the Uber is part of their infrastructure, although their infrastructure sucks. But it, because in the the Western society they all have big houses and they all have place to park, um, and but in in in, uh, in in at least Chinese or like in Taiwan society we're all I don't know what what is our living style is there a name for that but it's all like cities we live in very small places although China has a really big land massive land but they don't they don't really go with the the U.S. lifestyles so um, the DD will be an infrastructure definitely be an infrastructure. Like when I was in U.S., people take Uber because they're drinking, or I think mostly they're drinking. People, everyone has cars, so you you take Uber only for a specific reason. It's not as popular as as car, um, and and people with less income take public transportation. So I think this this question is more for me that I I find find out this is one of the the reality that. Uh, Chinese government is not intent to create an infrastructure that supports like public transportation that much. They can rely on DD. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my point of view, um, I think uh, um, you know when we talk about Uber in the Western country or even Taiwan, they are like substitute of taxi, a traditional taxi, but we don't really see it as like a you know. Uh, parallel with the uh, buses and, and and metro like they are they're the same level thing um so it's more like uh to to support like what public transportation is not is not good at um more like a supportive role um and i think like echoing to christine's uh, the, uh argument that uh uh i think uh why uber failed in taiwan the a big reason is because of the taxi association right it's like a kind of squeezing taxis market, but not really like a, like getting the passengers from the public transportation. So the taxi people, they don't really like Uber. But in China, I think the taxi association is very weak. Even the taxi system is very weak. 
like uh, uh, the quality is very not assured and uh, just, you know, uh, very quite a mess. There are many illegal taxis running, roaming around. So uh, I think that's uh, that all constitute the reason why, uh, you know, Chinese government, they classify it as a critical infrastructure provider. Mm. Uh, and yeah, let's go to the third question. Um, so what kind of potential risks that the government may concern if a company holds too much user data like DD? Uh, before we go into this, uh, I want to say that uh, in the first question, I'm sure how, why we took uh, Uber, right? Uh, so say if I'm keep commuting, then I, I like I don't really see this data be very sensitive at all. Uh, but, but for Chinese government to consider those data very sensitive, it definitely means that maybe people are taking different routes uh, for their their DD experience. Uh, so what's your point of view to that? Uh, let's start from Christine. I think it's quite weird because um, for us like Douyin and and the platforms for the social uh, media like Weixin. It's definitely collecting more personal data and yeah, they're all right still. So I found it really, really awkward. So I personally thought it is just one of the reason and uh, one of the excuse that the governments use to take down DD for um, it's launching the shares in US market. Yeah. Mm. And Neil, what do you think? Well, I think it's quite, it makes a lot of sense because um, just 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 pops in, into your mind that uh, you'll know all of the Chinese government's uh, top officials who went to a motel in, in the past 21 days. If you have the data information, <laughs> and that's going to be <laughs> bad for you. Bad for the, this CCP, right? So um, I don't think they really cares about the public's privacy uh, as long as they have it. But they 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 can the DD has the people's location and where they went, and these and I think even their their uh, payment information stuff like that. And that that combination can be quite quite huge. So I think that's the reason why they're they're concerned. So, but what what kind of potential risk that the government may concern? So, uh, that DD might publish these these information. Of course, not on DD's website. They will leak it to to uh Pingguo Pingguo Rilbao. They will leak it to someone else and says, hey, this is the government official that does not like me, and he went to motel all the time, like five days per week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because it becomes a scandal, right? Um, so this is probably one risk that the Chinese government officials want, don't want to share their location data because they they, they they actually went to a motel a lot. And the second thing is, and the second thing is uh, probably relates to to national security. Um, uh, I would. This is like a 007 movie movie plot, but I would certainly think that uh, the the U.S. and the and the um, the Chinese government are, are all spying on each other. So if you are able to get the information of the people they're concerned, 
probably a, a scientist or a spy or something, and they they're able to locate to to identify who who he is, he or she is, and now the the uh, U.S. government, if they get the information, uh, they will be able to know. Oh, Neo, you like to go to bar, <laughs> or you like to do what? And if I'm I'm the one they concerned, so that might be uh, a risk, national risk. Yeah, these are the two things that pops into my mind. All pretty bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have similar thought. Like uh, for a normal person's data, I think it's very useless for the US to know, right? Uh, yeah, but it's, it's I'm an important person. Um, yeah, if you say I'm a, I'm a company CEO, then you can probably find my phone number somewhere. It's public. And uh, if I Oh. Can you guys hear me? My my screen freeze a bit. Um, yeah. We can hear okay. you. Mm. Right. Uh yeah, so yeah, then um then I think it's uh it's then then I may maybe be able to track by the US government, but uh if I'm not that important then I don't have that concern. Yeah, so that's uh, my my part of the news. We analyze through more data security part. And let's go to Christine's news. All right. So my news is like a sum supplementary of um, Neo's news. It's um, pretty much the same, but uh, yeah, there are some additional points. And I picked this news is because I saw um, the two of you guys have posted like a very similar news, and I thought it's on purpose. So yeah, I did. I did it. <laughs> okay, so my news is from The Economist, and the title is that um, Didi's removal from China's app stores marks a growing crackdown. All right, and um, so uh, the contents is really similar to Neil's one, so I will just list out the, the points that, that are not mentioned still. So, um, so started from... Um, you know that um, yeah, it's this is already mentioned. Okay, whatever. So yeah, this is uh, happened on July second, and um, the action was taken by the Cyberspace Administration of China, which is CAC, and um, yeah, it had launched this investigation into DD Global within forty eight hours of their flotation of the of their IPO. Yeah, as mentioned, and. And it's uh, this action has promptly shaved uh, five percent off its share price. Yeah, and and then the CAC alleges that Didi was illegally collecting and using personal data. And then two days later, the regulator ordered Didi's mobile app. Yeah, you know, you already know to be pulled from the app stores in China. Yeah, and yeah, halted any new customers from joining the service. And then. Um, and then there is the fact part um, that China actually has executed a lot of escalations against like the big company, uh, the big tech companies in China lately, and especially in the e-commerce and gaming and also online finance companies. So in June, which was last month, the CAC already said that uh, 129 companies were being investigated for illegal data collection. And yeah, the the other three companies um, 
Neil has already mentioned that um, um, they are being investigated are yeah, Yunman Man Huo Bang and yeah, both Zhiping. So I will just skip this part. And then um, this consequences um, is said to be probably more far reaching even than the regulators halting in the IPO of end group in last November. Yeah, because yeah, it's the, the scale obviously is um, much more broader than last time. It's yeah, investigating more companies and yeah, to reaching um, all these like um, super um, yeah, tech companies in China. And then what the CAC decided to do this time actually left new public investors in DD and also the other three companies badly burned. And actually most of these people happen to be Western people. Yeah, because they, they are likely to invest in Chinese businesses. And then the actions will chill the enthusiasm for Chinese technology stocks. And not just in America, but also the four biggest tech groups with listings in Hong Kong and mainland China that you already know, the Tengshi, Alibaba, Meituan, and Kuaishou, because yeah, they are they also put a lot of their uh, money into yeah these these companies and um, calculated they have already lost a collectively um, 60 billion in their market capital capitalization. So the long-term effects of this action are unlikely to be positive. All right, so next is about DD, which um, I will just talk about the additional things. Um, yeah, it's backed by SoftBank, you already know. And yeah, vended off the rivals like Uber. And uh, oh, uh, a thing about DD is that DD is a very prospective company. And yeah, unlike like other similar industries companies. And this is thanks to Chinese numerous collaborations, means the big cities. And um, um, although the company has global ambitions, I mean DD, but most of its business, just like Kevin said, remains in China. So yeah, they still um, rely on China in a very big um, part. And then um, the CACC's investigation is actually focused on the data DD is collecting from its 377 million China customers. However, the regulator has given no details about what um, DD has done or um, the DD's supposed data misdeeds. Um, yeah, they just say uh, DD um, was breaking the law. So yeah, this is quite suspicious. And then um, the company actually collects a wide range of data uh, written in this news on its users and drivers, such as audio and video recordings from each ride. So yeah, it is stated that um, in, in its like brief introduction of the company that Didi is using um, this artificial intelligence and facial recognition to monitor all these audio and video recordings to check if their drivers are fatigued or tired. And also it's noted that um, it shares personal data with other third parties where um, those, uh, the other allowed, they shared. So this is probably the reason why, yeah, just like you two mentioned that DD, uh, the personal data DD has leaked is probably a very big problem to, yeah, maybe Chinese governments. And then um, at the end of the news, it's say that, yeah, data has emerged to be a bone of contention between governments and big tech actually around the world because I, 
I, I recall that we have already discussed about um, similar issues um, in the last um, several podcasts already. And so perhaps in an effort to avoid more personal punishment, Chinese tech founders are right now keeping an ever lower profile. Yeah, and I believe so because you know that Ma Yun and um, a lot of people have already gone like virtually disappeared from the internet since the thing happened. Yeah, so it's quite, it's quite, um, actually it's quite scary. All right, so I haven't posted any questions because I, I thought my news is is very similar to you guys. So yeah, I, I think maybe you have any questions. <laughs> I, I have no idea that DD is collecting the driver and passenger's information in such a detail. Uh, I like the audio and the video because yeah. I don't remember. I don't. I don't do video chat with the with the with the driver. I call them if to tell them, hey, I'm at the McDonald's or something like that. But they they. They use facial recognition to check where the drivers are tired or not. Wow. Is it is it that the driver? It's scary. Yeah. Is, is it, it that? Actually true? Yeah. Sorry. It is actually true. Yeah. Okay. That's a bit scary, right? If you're a driver yeah. and they're monitoring you <laughs> all, all the time, they say, "Hey, it's because I we hope that you're not tired." <laughs> <laughs> Hardly think so. So is it like the drivers have to like install an app and then put the phone like right next to him when he's driving and to record himself? I guess. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there is a, a DD driver version app, and uh, I think drivers are using that, and they have to make that that app uh, constantly working. Um, I know the audio recording part because uh, whenever I took DD like uh, in China recently, like I I heard the you know the, the driver's DD has a very loud voice say that uh, so now uh, so, uh, put on your seatbelt and put put your mask etc. And then they'll say that the uh, the entire be, don't be worried because entire um, your journey will be recorded that all in the audio. So if anything emergency happen, we will know and yeah you're all you're all safe. And just to sit down and and Relax. go for it, yeah. Okay. Uh, but they say in a way that I didn't even aware that they keep recording my thing. I didn't, yeah. That that, yeah. Yeah, that's um, quite scary. Yeah. So actually, they they did have this data that everyone who sit on a DD car, they have the full audio recording for the person. So means that the office officers cannot do bad things because whenever they got on the the car. The, all the things will be recorded. Yeah, they, they cannot discuss anything like on the phone during their trip on the car, then it'll be yeah. recorded. And if, if you really have the data leak out problem, then, then yeah. uh, those, you know, may contain some sensitive information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. I am wondering if they are able to sell these data to like the U.S. government or other companies? Probably their lack of money, right? They're, they've been losing money for a long time. They cannot even make a profit. Yeah. And 
I'm really confused. How can they, how can they make a profit or something, right? Yeah,、uh, I think the in, interesting part in my news is that、uh, they say a, a lot of other companies has been、um, also executed,、uh, escalated for this、uh, this issue. But yeah, like for Didi's case, the government hasn't like really give, given out a reason that. Yeah, the DD is breaking which law, or yeah, what kind of personal data is actually dangerous to the people? So yeah, I think it's quite. I don't. If I am one of the like, one of the people in DD, I I don't know what to do next. You know, I can I can never guess my government what they are thinking and what they're wh- when they're going to punish me. Yeah, it's it's so scary. But but their app has been taken down. So. I think it's probably a, a sign that they act. They probably actually sell the data or share the data, but they don't know、uh, the buyer or they're they're from U.S. They thought, oh, we sell it to Taiwan. Yeah, and they say they shared the data to yeah third party. So so maybe they don't know. But yeah, it's so scary. I mean, the, my government is the government of China is like is like woman. Yeah, they're so changing. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean by that? That's so racist. That's is very. <laughs> that's very discriminate, highly discrimination.、Uh, but okay, because it's said by a woman, right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, if we say that, then then we were screwed. And we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I mean like uh um. You know, my I I think Christine shared this news really sum up the whole story because、uh, it's more like a broader picture and really summarizes everything. Uh, uh, right. Uh, so yeah, we finished our sharing. And it's about the time. Yeah. So, oh. Call it a day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thanks. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. See you guys next week. See you guys. Bye bye. See you next bye-bye. week. Thank、you